0: What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips, the best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is officially Super Bowl week. Welcome into Bolt Brady and his bro. It's the best place for your sports gambling information.
1: Let's welcome in our guy Bolt. What's up? What's happening? Can't wait to dive into this, but uh, I got to start this off with a a bad beat example. Sure. Uh, This was incredible. Fortunately, I wasn't a part of it, but I saw it online. And a bad beat, for some people out there might not know what that is, that's when you bet on a game and it turns and goes the wrong way on you, like at the very end. You think you're about to win and you end up losing. It's considered a bad beat. Get a hold of this one. Michigan playing Ohio State in hoops this last weekend, and the over-under was 144-and-a-half, okay? And it's the end of the ball game. Michigan's up on Ohio State. This is incredible. They're up by 10, and there's 13 seconds left, okay? So... Uh, there's no more fouling. They're just letting Michigan run out the clock, right? Yeah. The guy's dribbling at half court. He's like, "Yeah, woohoo!" Looking at the crowd, woohoo! And one of his buddies comes over, and so the guy picks up the ball and walks over to his buddy and hugs him. And the ref goes, "Well, hey bud, we got 13 seconds left. That's a travel right there." wow so they give the ball back to ohio state when ohio state was just letting this guy dribble out the clock (laughs) so now ohio state gets the ball they throw it in and they throw it to this guy and he tosses up the three ball so everyone that's just holding their breath well the three ball misses but with two seconds left the guy underneath for ohio state grabs the rebound and puts the layup in Ball game goes over. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, my God. The dude goes to hug his buddy, and they call the travel. What did it go over by? A point? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, dude. And and I mean, literally, you're like, yeah, he's dribbling it out. And all of a sudden, nope, let me pick that up. Go hug my buddy. Travel. boo
0: Yeah, I think Scott Van Pelt on SportsCenter does those bad beats. I think most people are familiar with, with
1: that segment. Yeah, it's it's... I mean, anyone that, that's bet has been on that before, and they're brutal, and some are worse than others. That one's pretty bad. There were some torn ticket stubs for that bad boy. <laughs> there were some broken beer bottles <laughs> thrown
0: yeah. after
1: that one. <laughs> Dude, where do you live, bud? <laughs> Thanks for hugging your buddy. That couldn't have waited 13 seconds. Dude. So anyway that's the bad beat that was incredible now we're off into the Super Bowl and this is gonna be a dandy
0: hmm they had the kickoff festivities last night the oh did they for both teams just kind of like the media and all that yeah they were there the Kelseys and stuff so
1: I saw that they did like a segment with Jalen and and Patrick like sitting next to each other which I thought was kind of weird um you know I mean sure they're cool with each other but Dude, we don't need to be interviewed next to each other. And they were talking about Texas football.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like they don't usually put you side by side till like you kind of see each other on the field.
1: Right. And they were talking about Texas football because they both played you know, down in Texas. And they were just talking about how high school football down there is incredible, which it sounds like it is. Friday Night Lights. That's right. But uh, yeah, you'd be like, dude, listen, I mean, I'm cool with Jalen, but can we, you know, I don't want to be right next to this guy. We're about to play him in the Super Bowl.
0: Unless you start playing the Dome games with him. Right. It's like, hey, bud, this, uh, it's a big stage when you first walk out there. You might be thrown off a little bit.
1: <laughs> yep. And Pat goes, this is my third, so I'm a little used to it. What
0: was that? You uh, you sent me that video of, of Nadal, the tennis guy, and they, they were in the tunnel before like Wimbledon final. Yeah. And Nadal was next to this. I can't remember the dude he was playing. It wasn't as big of a name. But when Nadal set the bag down, <laughs> and he's just kind of by the elevator, just kind of just doing the side-by-side steps, going, foof, foof, foof,
1: foof. yeah, <laughs> he's like, <"Foof, laughs> ah, pff, ah, just letting out all these sounds and like, translation, ah. it's on. But. <laughs> and you know what? I put myself in that opponent's uh, shoes, you know, because I was like, what would I do if that guy was doing that stuff? And I know what I would have done. I would have looked down and like, dude, what are you doing? This is not doing anything to me. Settle down. Uh,
0: but this dude, he kind of just stood there. like I mean, He hasn't been there. I don't know if he had. Been yeah. Or not, but he kind of was doing like the neck side to side. Yeah, like, he did. Like, watching him. And he's like, <laughs> what am I in for
1: here? Yeah, he didn't know how to react. That's why I'm like, dude, you just shoot that shit down right away and be like, Nadal, this isn't working, bud. Save your breath. I'm gonna kick your ass when we roll out of this door.
0: Look, I'm bolt. That's some
1: sap. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot to jump into. I thought, you know, there's all kinds of bets this week, you know, the prop bets and stuff. Um, and uh, I like to I like to kind of bring to surface like the the things that are a total ripoff. One of the things that I read, you know, I know some people probably do parlay cards. Um, and how about this? This is how much of a joke the parlay cards are. So for every dollar that's spent on the parlay cards, casinos keep 30 cents of that. Like, that's how much of a, a an edge they have. So for every dollar spent, it's 30 cents compared to when you do a regular bet, right? Just like an over, under or something on a game, it's only five cents. Hmm. So that just shows you, hey, those parlay cards are not a good investment. They're hard to hit, but they pay more. Well, and that's why people do them. Yeah. Like, whoa, they see these odds, like you know, like you, and yep. they see the odds and like, they're going to do it. But you know what? Just flush her down the toilet. Um, basically, I mean,
0: what are you parlaying in the Super Bowl besides the over under and like a
1: team? Well, I don't know. You could maybe do the props, right? Like Throw in a third prop for a three teamer? I, I mean, I don't know if you could do that. I, you know, to be honest, I'm not a prop guy. I mean, there's, there's some out there and you can actually, you know, make big chips on them. I just, it's just not for me. I just not right now. I just don't really care about them too much.
0: I kind of just casually looked at some of you know. It's like the first touchdown one or, or the yardage. For... And
1: and again, the first touchdown one. Th- those odds are terrible. Like you're getting ripped off. You know they'll be like, oh hey, first touchdown, Kelsey. You know I think he's is actually one in thirteen, like thirteen to one odds. What do you got there? Do you see it?
0: I was. Just th- I mean, they have odds on even Kelsey getting three touchdowns. It's it's plus twenty three hundred.
1: Yeah, I mean remember what I said, you know, I'll say it one more time, you want the over under props or the yes no. So the,
0: like Kelsey it's, it's over 78.5 yards, it's minus 114.
1: Right. So here's the thing is I think that came out at like 66 yards. So a lot of these have gotten drilled cuz what happens in the beginning when they first come out, they used to come out Thursday, so you know we 're recording this Tuesday. They used to come out Thursday, but now they come out um, way earlier. They come out like the day after the games are played, which is crazy but um so these props in the beginning if you can 't get in them in the beginning, then you want to wait till the very end when the when the public comes in because they haven 't even got in on these props yet. Wait until everyone gets into town in Vegas on you know Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning. And then these, you get these props that get blown way up. Like Kelsey's, what is he now? What'd you say he is?
0: Uh, any time to get a touchdown for Kelsey's minus one one twenty. Oh, his
1: yardage though.
0: Oh, seventy eight point five. Okay,
1: so watch. It's seventy eight point five on Tuesday. Well, let's see what it is on Sunday. Guaranteed, it goes up like another five to six yards. So then that's when it's like, wow, this thing's gotten drilled too high. We'll come back down on the under. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the props get a lot of attention in the Super Bowl because th- there's less things to bet on. There's just the one game this week.
1: Well, so the super, so the books ba- basically will never lose again on a Super Bowl. I mean, it's been several years because of these props now. Um, the worst time they had with the props was when Philadelphia beat the Patriots. Remember that? It was like the most yardage ever between two teams in a game. It was just a joke. Everything went over. And as we've talked about, most people take the overs. They didn't even get 1% of the handle. You know, like the, the handle is how much is wagered. They they got 0.7% um, that day on the Super Bowl. That's the worst ever. Usually, these they get like 3 to 4% of all the money wagered and how much is that well they're anticipating 16 billion dollars to be wagered on the super bowl this year legally and illegally amongst friends yeah i saw it too which it was like 20 percent of the
0: population which is we'll throw something on this game
1: yeah now and that could just be like me and you saying hey i you know i'll bet you on this they're counting that but yeah 20 percent of all adults that's large that means people are getting after it.
0: <laughs> Which you know, there's all there's tons of Super Bowl parties. There's squares. I mean, that's that's all of it. But mm-hmm. the casinos take the bulk of that chunk.
1: I did. I like the squares. I think that's good entertainment. Yep. I actually did uh, the squares through one of the sports books um, online. Was doing it.
0: Oh really? Mm-hmm.
1: And so I did. I did what I was like. Oh, this is cool. And I clicked on it and all, and it had it. It's like oh, it had the one the squares that are already taken. And the one, and it had like you could choose squares from like five bucks to five hundred a square.
0: And could you see the numbers?
1: You no, no, you you get your
0: number till later. You
1: never, you never see the numbers, but you could see the square that you could pick. And I just went "Mm, Jedi skills, boom, that one, (laughs) Yoda,
0: which means nothing because they haven't assigned the numbers yet.
1: No, 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 I know, but that's the spot that I need because you want to get like the three and the seven, right? Yeah, it's for sure. So I tried to pull my Yoda skills and and go "Mm, that one.
0: Let's fire.
1: (laughs) So I have a square. I have one square rocking. (laughs) (laughs) I I keep trying to remind myself that. I'm like, hey, don't forget you got a square.
0: Right. (laughs) It's like having the one lotto ticket. (laughs) We're in the game.
1: Yep. So there's all kinds of stats that I came across. I mean, if you're a stat guy, it's a pretty cool week because they have all kinds of history and stuff. Um, There's been 57 MVPs. Um and thirty one of those have been quarterbacks. No big surprise there. So if people are, you know, planning to bet an MVP, you know, you typically want to lean with Patrick and Jalen even though the odds are garbage. How about this? There hasn't been a running back since nineteen ninety eight. And that was big. Marshall Falk. Hmm. Think I think no Marshall was later than that, I think. Nope, it was big. I'll give you a hint. He played for the Broncos. Oh, Terrell Davis. Good job. Because he had thirty carries that day, so yep. Um, here's here's another couple other stats that I came across. First of all, most touchdowns thrown in a Super Bowl six by Steve Young
0: against, against the Chargers,
1: and that was a close ball game. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember the line for that one came out at eighteen. The reason why I remember it is because I was like, it doesn't matter what this line is; it's going to be a joker. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? The line for the Super Bowl was eighteen. Niners minus 18, and it actually got up to 20 and a half. Didn't matter. Still boat raced them. I remember the Niners had 48. I can't remember. I think it was 48 to 20 or something.
0: Yeah. It was... Jerry went off, too. I think they had Dion in that Super Bowl.
1: They sure did. I mean, is that a close ball game? Mm -hmm. Woo! That might have been my favorite Super Bowl to watch. That was unreal. And then on the flip side of that, get a load of this Super Bowl. Would you be jazzed in the locker room after this? Rich Gann, when the Raiders played the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers won, you know? Yep. Rich Gann, three pick sixes. Not interceptions, pick sixes yeah geez. to the
0: house that's tough
1: do you remember that i don't remember that that's incredible
0: yeah because it was warren Sapp and like uh was barber one of the corner i mean they, they their defense is what they hung their hat on on that squad
1: dude three picks is bad enough but taking them all back to the house wow so uh <laughs> yeah and then the other note i have here is is you know points are pretty much useless in the super bowl meaning it hardly ever comes into play. And I mean, this one, you know, the obviously, spread. Yeah. Um, this one, obviously, like the one and a half, it's like, dude, you, you're picking the squad that you think's going to win the ball game. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of looked back at it. I'm like, you know what? I've, I think I've done fairly well in the Super Bowl. Um, and I actually thought I had done a little bit better, but the last 10 years, I've been seven and three picking the winner. The losses, in case you're wondering uh was tom versus the eagles i thought tom was going to come through yep and then uh payton against seattle when seattle smashed him when they got a safety oh. in the first 17 seconds of the ball game that
0: was the game played in new york it was like the cold weather one wow
1: that was incredible i remember it because i was it like first a, play of the game and he snapped it over his head yeah and it. i go that's ball game. <laughs> yeah, the tone. I mean, dude. It, it was done. I was like, I'm on the wrong side of that. And then uh, I was on the wrong side of Patty versus Tom when I had Patty. The, and
0: the COVID one, yeah.
1: And it was a jailbreak on their offensive line. Remember, Patty's offensive line couldn't block anyone? Yep. So seven and three, hoping to make that eight and three with the W this year. And we'll come back to that pick here in a second.
0: Yep. Yeah, you know, they, they do um, like the Madden simulator and stuff, all these different ways of like, I'm like, what
1: a waste of time. Like,
0: yeah, what it was the, who cares what Madden spits out as the winner? And they're like, and Madden spit out the Eagles as the winner this year. Right. I'm like, well, how accurate is that thing? It's like, it's gotten the last two
1: wrong. <laughs> Has it? Yeah. Um, there are some stats that, so I, I will say that I think that this uh, Super Bowl is super hard to handicap. I think you could, uh, you could go either way on this. One of our friends last night he's like, you know, when it first came out, I got the Eagles at plus one and a half. He's like, it doesn't seem um he seems he goes, like that seems like it's good, right? I go, Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's flipped the other side. So you've got three points of value there. Now, now do you want to stay with that? Like, hey, you got great value. Do you still believe in that? And that's yet to be determined on that individual's part. But Some of the stats that I've come across, like you would have thought experience does matter, but like, there's been three quarterbacks that have played um, a quarterback that has no experience in the Super Bowl and that's had first three years. So like Patty, this is Patty's third Super Bowl. Jalen's never been there. There's been um, 12 instances of that throughout the years. Most of them are probably Tom, I imagine. And the record's only six and six. Mm -hmm. So... The experience thing—I mean, I would think that it matters, but I guess when it comes to the spread, it it doesn't necessarily. Here is some other things that lean towards Philadelphia if you like them. So Kansas City was six and fifteen against the spread this year. There is only been which is terrible, obviously. Yeah, but does it matter? Right, they're in the Super Bowl. So, but there has been three other teams that have gotten to the Super Bowl with a below forty percent spread um, or forty percent win rate against the spread. And all of them have lost in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Patrick's first Super Bowl was was obviously he had no experience, but I guess he was facing Jimmy G, who didn't have experience either.
1: Yeah, and I saw that stats like really Patty didn't play that great until the fourth quarter because I mean they scored twenty one unanswered, you know, um, eventually. But yeah, and then and then the other thing that goes against Patty here is that um, there's he's the seventh quarterback to make the Super Bowl that led the league in passing yards. Ready for this one? The other six lost the Super Bowl. Hmm. So those are a few that go against KC, but you can obviously pick some that go against Philadelphia as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, Kansas City is definitely pass heavy. I, I just, you know, I, if we took the injury questions out for both QBs, though, would that change – your uncertainty of who you're picking.
1: Well, right. I mean, and, and would that tra- change the uncertainty of, like, what the line has done since it's came out?
0: Yeah, I think that's everyone's question mark. But, I mean, the two weeks leading up to this rest has to help both of them. More so Patty. I mean, his ankle didn't look as bad as maybe a throwing shoulder being dinged up looks
1: right. for hers. So the other thing that's been brought up this, this week that I think is valid is, you know, they keep talking about how Philadelphia hasn't played anyone all year, which they really haven't, but they're also pounding people. It's not their fault what their schedule is, and they're pretty much waxing people. But the they played two quarterbacks that are pocket passers, like legitimate ones. It was Dak and Aaron Rodgers, and both of them put up over 32 points. So they were saying like, hey hmm. – This might be a little bit different of a test for the Eagles, and I don't think you can totally forget that last year, Patty and the Chiefs went into Philadelphia and waxed them. Patty had five touchdowns, so I'm I'm a little surprised people aren't talking about that more.
0: I get. I mean, the Eagles are are probably a little bit different team this year, and Hertz has more experience. They they've been looking real strong all year, and like you said, you know they can't do anything about who they play, but you we can look at who they played and, and factor in their records and stuff.
1: Yeah. So what does that means you like Philly here or something? Nope.
0: I, <laughs> I I like Patrick.
1: Well, so and before I let you know who I like here, um you know, when Patrick did lose the Super Bowl cuz Wow, was that a boat race? I mean, that was that was not fun to watch. Unless you had the Bucks, obviously. And I was sitting there telling myself, "How are you going against Tom in the Super Bowl, you idiot?" Most
0: most of the games that year didn't have fans, but I think they let in like twenty thousand for that one.
1: That's true. Good call. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame that one on COVID. That's why I got that it one. It was wrong. A, it was an off year. Good call. Good call. It was thirty one to nine. How about Patty's stats? Twenty six for forty nine. Two hundred and seventy yards, and here it comes. Zero TDs, two picks. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was. How about this? He was pressured on thirty-one of his fifty-six dropbacks. He was pressured. Yeah, I mean, that's how you stop. That's the only way you stop the best quarterback. So, the question is: They talk about Philadelphia's defensive line and how good it is, which it is. But did you know that Kansas City has? the rated, the third best offensive line.
0: Well, I was going to say, it's, as soon as that game ended, they went to work on patching up that, that O-line. Mm-hmm. They're like, this this can't happen again. Right.
1: And so last year was the first year that they all played together, and it was not working out so great in the beginning, which is understandable because they were still meshing together. Well, here we are, two years later, and what is Patrick going to do? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think he'll be just fine,
1: well, are we ready
0: for your for your yeah uh, sure
1: are we are we ready to keep this rocket and go eight and three in the Super Bowls in the last eleven years
0: to keep us firmly in the sixty percent win percentage
1: <laughs> uh so i uh yeah. I To be honest, I was going back and forth on this. I was like, hmm. And I was taking everything in and looking at stats and watching some other games and stuff. And (laughs) it's going to sound weird, but one of the things that really hit me, and I said this to one of my friends. He's like, yeah, there's no way. I go, Patrick is one and one in Super Bowls right now. Do we really think that Patrick's Super Bowl record is gonna go one and two?
0: That's what I was thinking too. Like
1: there's no chance. mm -mm. I looked at Tommy, Tom Brady's Super Bowl record, you know. I mean, he won his first three until he finally lost one. The reason why Patrick lost his Super Bowl is because he was going against one of the, you know, the one of the well, the best quarterback of all time until maybe Patrick can do something differently about that. And his offensive line sucked, you know? Now he's got the O-line, standby. Mm-hmm. KC plus one and a half, best bet.
0: Lock her in. Woo!
1: Yeah, I'm with Here you. Here we go, Patty.
0: I'm with you. I mean, I think most people you hear talk say, you know, the Eagles probably have the best roster out there from on both sides of the ball. But in this case, Kansas City roster is just
1: fine, and they have the better quarterback. Yes, they do and there's there's all kinds of like kind of interesting narratives to this like um Siriani the head coach for the Eagles Siriani yeah he uh he actually got in a sense let go by Reed because when Reed came over from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Chiefs um uh, yeah i heard d- this yeah Siriani was on the chief staff, but they kind of blow it up. It's like, dude, listen, you weren't part of my staff. Like, no, it was,
0: I think it was Romeo Cronell. Yes. Good call. 12, 2012 or 13. And they, they were coming off like two or three win total. Right. So obviously you come in and clean house. I mean, Thanks for your little, you know, pin-up material here,
1: Ciarani. But, I mean, that has nothing to do with Reed. <laughs> no, I know. And and when I, was, I was looking at his uh, trajectory as a coach, you know, and I'm like, oh, what do he do? And once again, like, he started off as player control, which is another way of saying, hey, this guy's a cool guy and we want to try to get him on the staff. We're going to make him player control. Because I seriously think, like, one of their responsibilities is to keep the guys back on the sidelines. <laughs> So, so hey, hey, we don't need a flag here guys. For- <laughs> right. Come on guys, move it back, move it back. So I do think like, like that, that position doesn't do too much, but you know, he worked his way up. Obviously now he's a head coach. It's pretty cool. Just, you get to see how the coaches work their ways up like that.
0: Yeah, I know that is sweet when some of them really do come from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Or you just don't know if they were friends with someone's dad from college. They they went to school with somebody and they throw them on the staff. Right.
1: Well, yeah, just like other jobs,
0: but he, he worked under Frank Reich a lot. He gives him a lot of credit. Who he was the O coordinator at Philly. Uh,
1: well, no, I think I think after the Chiefs, he went to the Chargers oh, and, and met Frank. Okay, yeah.
0: He said he learned a ton
1: from him. Uh huh. Yep. And Frank, Frank, you know, not to get too far off the script here, but Frank moved on to Carolina.
0: Yep. He he took that gig, and then I saw the um, the Niners just hired the the Wilkes coach. That was their interim. The Niners just picked up Wilkes as their new D coordinator.
1: Oh, the guy that was the intern. Okay. For the
0: Panthers. Yeah. Because the Niners D coordinator went to.
1: The Texans. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Musical chairs. Round and round we go in the league. (laughs) Uh, So then uh, someone asked me, like, you know, with all these props out there, you know, is there one that you like and. Jalen Hurts, I mean, his over-under on his passing yards, 246. Um, He's only passed that five times this whole year. And I have to imagine the game script is to try to take the air out of the ball and not give Patty much time with the ball. And I would think they would run more. So I kind of like the Jalen under there. Yeah. Not a best bet, but if people want to sprinkle a little bit on the props, that was the one that kind of popped out at me.
0: I see Patty's at 283 for his passing yardage
1: yeah and and guess what that's just gonna keep going up um, you'll you'll watch keep an eye on that. you'll see when once the public comes in, Friday, Saturday when they start putting all their chips down because every you know everyone's gonna go over. no one's gonna really say patty under um, and they'll just keep going up. And so if you like the unders, my suggestion to you is wait until the very last minute.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's going to be watching to see if Hertz has some touch on the ball better than he did the last time out. Because if if that's the shoulder that's a little off, you know, then they definitely want to run the ball to control the clock. And if
1: he's not 100%, then they're going to keep it close. I do think the over-under, I do think that's a little high. 51? Um, uh, yeah. I was gonna make that the the best bet as well, um, and uh, but I, I decided I'm gonna go with Patrick because this is just a joke. Like, can you imagine like five, ten years from now, and you're like, oh wow, Patrick was getting points in the Super Bowl and we didn't take it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm not making that mistake. But I do think the over under, yeah, I think it's I think it's too high here. I mean, I, dude, if you're Philadelphia, do you really want to get into a you know, run and shoot ball game here with Big Patty? I don't think so. The best way to beat the guy is to make it so he doesn't have the ball.
0: Yeah. No, I saw one thing was saying like if Kansas City has the option, they might take the ball first to just put put a touchdown up and let them feel the heat.
1: Yeah, because Philadelphia this entire season, they you know, they're always out in front. And so to make them have to come from behind it probably would feel make them feel a little bit uncomfortable
0: yep you know and then people always throw out that uh reed has an amazing record coming off of bye weeks and this essentially was was an extra week of work so be prepared to see some new formations and some new schemes because when he has time to think he always comes out with some pretty tricky good stuff Mm
1: -hmm. yep he is good off off a bye because he's obviously very smart and he's been around forever so you know he can scheme up good plans
0: it's pretty crazy though that they'll come up with like a couple of totally different plays and and they can get him down
1: <laughs> yeah the other thing that they're talking about is just the injury to the receivers and it looks like um that they're all going to come back except nicole came back for uh like the championship game and, Hard- hardman yep and now he's out again
0: yeah they slapped him on the ir i think i mean you really you need a couple dudes that are serviceable and and kelsey work in the middle and we'll be rocking.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like when you're a really, really good quarterback, yeah. I mean, it's great when you have, you know, the legit receivers like Kelsey and like the Jerry Rice's and stuff, but the legit quarterbacks can even make, you know, the the regular guy look badass. Yeah,
0: he just if he gets away from a couple of the dudes pressure, it gives those guys a few more seconds. And hello.
1: Do you know what Patty's over under is on rushing by chance?
0: Um let me see. I don't know if I had
1: because I think uh, I think uh, last time he went. Uh, no, no, that was in, with the Niners. It was, it's probably around like t- like low thirties. Typically, it's in the low thirties. But I was just wondering what it would be with his ankle now. I don't see. Pa-
0: I see um,
1: Hertz is listed at forty five yards. Okay, so Patty's below that because this whole narrative with Patrick's ankle and stuff. Excuse me, and stuff. I'm wondering, um, I might see what that that looks like and, and might take the over there. Because, I mean, he's going to do whatever it takes to win the ball game.
0: I don't think he didn't really run against since. I mean, there was a fresher injury. I mean, he, he would get away from some of the guys. But he didn't run very far.
1: No, I know. But they're, they're going to be like, okay, hey, listen, let's put Pat, pressure on Patty here. And there's going to be times where he's going to have to take off. He just is. And he's not going to care about his ankle. It's the last game of the season. It's the Super Bowl. And... When they got embarrassed last time against the Bucks, like, that sat in with Patrick. And that's the thing, like, part of my handicap is I'm like, this guy realizes that once you get to the Super Bowl, it's time to step it up. It doesn't get to happen that often. Mm-mm. And so Patrick's ready to do it. It's going to be unreal.
0: Well, he scrambled for that when the guy hit him, the Cincinnati guy, to give him the field goal. Right. So, yeah
1: and that was the winning play, basically.
0: We've got more time since then. Mm-hmm. You know, Jalen was in that national championship game, too, when, when it was a little bit too big of a spot for him, and he got yanked for Tua. <laughs> yeah, but he was much younger. But still.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think it was... It wasn't that it was too big for him. It was just that at that time, Tua could throw better than him.
0: Well, they just needed a spark at halftime. Georgia was clamping down. Yeah, yep.
1: I remember that. We had Bama. That was legit.
0: Remember, um... When Donovan McNabb was kind of... He was puking on the field. The Super Bowl was a little too big of a stage <laughs> well, for him. Well,
1: that's what they say, yeah.
0: It was. They have it on camera.
1: <laughs> no, I know. But may, when might not be because it was too big of a stage. Oh, he
0: was nervous. And T.O.'s like, dude, I got my QB puking over here. He's not ready for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a good sign if you were the receiver. You want your quarterback ready to ball. <laughs> You're like, this is over. Dude, it's... it's I mean, you know, it's a small circus leading up to the Super Bowl. Well, that's where it helps with Patty, number three. That, so That's what I'm saying. And Reed. I mean, Reed went to the Super Bowl with Philadelphia, too. And they lost the last time they were there. Yep. And Kelsey was a part of that. Yeah. They, they, that didn't taste good with them. They're ready to ball.
0: Yep. I'm with you. I like the Chiefs.
1: All right. I got the Chiefs plus one and a half. And... uh that's it for me. But we, you know, we want to add that uh, typically what we'll do is we take a few weeks off here um, before March Madness and we come back in the middle of March. And that's what we're going to plan on doing again. And a bit of some news too. We're going to add YouTube to the mix. So uh, our grills will be out there as we um, record this. So that's something new to be on the lookout for too. So uh, next time. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll, we'll let you know when we're coming out. But mid-March, we start chitting about March Madness. I love, love college basketball. And um, if you like to get more picks, you can always find my picks on the Action Network. Um, quite honestly, I think hoops might be my best sport to handicap. Mm. College hoops. We're rocking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter, it's at BoltBradyPicks, and we will be back in a few weeks, like he said. March Madness is always a great time, Um, and that leads us, there's a couple, three weeks of that, and then we get into the Masters Golf Tournament right after that, so Mm -hmm. always a good time of year, this next couple months.
1: And uh, you want to tell them about the new hats we got? Oh, go for it. So uh, we got some new hats, Um, some new we got new logo, new hats, new colors. So make sure uh, you drop some reviews for us. We'd appreciate that. And then uh, we'll shoot you back some new hats that we got. That'd be awesome.
0: For sure. We appreciate it. But looking forward to watching the Super Bowl. Should be a good one. Let's rock and roll, Patty. <laughs> and then hope you guys have a good time too. Be safe. I'm sure, a lot of you will call in sick. No school Monday. Right. I might be there with you. No kidding. But have a good time and we'll catch you guys in a few
1: weeks. See ya.